Welcome to today's episode of EQ Minds Recharge Your Mental Health Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea Pottinger. I'm really excited for today's show. But before we dive in, if you haven't hit the subscribe button, make sure you do so you never miss a podcast episode and also follow us on Instagram at EQ Minds. Today, we are going to do something a little different. I'm going to give you tips on how to handle burnout. So why do we want to discuss this? Well, one thing I've noticed over the past year is people are experiencing burnout much more than I've ever seen. The number of people who haven't dealt with the trauma from COVID and now we are going through a recession, people are losing their jobs, so that's stressful. The people left at the company are expected to do more with less, so that's stress. And in some environments, we have seen burnout doubled, even tripled in some places. These tips today are designed to help you and take ownership of what we can do as of right now. If you want more support, we have a new workshop series called Beat the Burnout, a program designed to empower your workplace to take control of their mental health before exhaustion takes hold. Hit the link in our show notes to discover more. The main reasons why people I work with burnout, it comes down to one word, lack. They lack boundaries, focus, and awareness. With boundaries, often people lack the ability to say no, to protect their energy, and they push through their to-do list and everybody else's. With focus, this is where people can lack focus on their own self-care. I wonder how many of you listening have put your own needs last, ignoring the warning signs. You're not functioning at your optimum. It happens. And the bigger issue with burnout is that we often lack the awareness to know when we just don't have the capacity to keep going, to know when we just need to rest. And yes, we all fall into this trap when we feel like we have to tick everything off our to-do list every day. And for most of us, we alternate between these three states of lack. The issue is they all lead to depletion. Someone asked me the other day, hey, Chels, what's the difference between feeling tired and being burnt out? That's a great question. And according to research, burnout has three dimensions. One, exhaustion. To the point where you feel completely depleted, where there's nothing more to give. Two, cynicism, where you feel detached from work or despondent with people you work with or love. And three, reduced sense of personal accomplishment. You feel like you can't produce in the same kind of way. And look, some days you have high energy, right? You're working hard, you've got high motivation, you're loving your hobbies, your side projects, You're loving yourself, right? And it feels great. But then there are days when the opposite happens. Have you ever had days like this where you can barely drag yourself out of bed? And when you do turn up to work, you've got low motivation. You try and drink like two litres of coffee, a crate of Red Bull, but nothing seems to help. Then you come home, flop on the couch, scroll on social media, binging on Netflix, eating a tub of ice cream. I wonder if you've ever done that right? I get it. And the question is, why do so many of us swing between feeling switched on with this high energy to the absolute opposite, being switched off, feeling drained and lacking energy? So what can we do to ensure that we stay consistent with our energy and our output? 
And it's really important to remember that as humans, we don't have an objective window into how other people are experiencing burnout. And why? Because for most of us, we have no clue when we're experiencing burnout. You see, it's cumulative and you don't want to wait until you can no longer function. We all need to recognize where we're at. And like a good chiropractor, we often only need to make a few gentle adjustments to flip our switch to back on. And if chiropractic isn't your thing, what about a little reflexology? In fact, we're going to do our own little micro reflexology session right now on this podcast. If you have the capacity to do this little activity with me, I'm going to ask you to stand up. If you're driving or listening to this podcast on the train, just imagine that you're doing it with us. Okay, so with burnout and energy depletion, there's three stages you need to understand. So all I want you to do is feel this in your body. First, you know, maybe put your hands here behind your back like you're going for a nice stroll in the park. And all I want you to do is casually rock on your heels from back to front. Maybe like you're at your favourite pond or beach and just enjoying the view. So just keep rocking here from forwards to back of the heels. Feel free to whistle if that's going to enhance your experience. (laughs) Okay, great. Now pause there. You might have thought that this was a balancing exercise. And in a way, it was. But it's also a great way to explain and experience how you might be feeling when you're starting to burn out. Think of it like this. When we are on the back foot in life, it means we're holding back. We're lacking energy and it could be the start of a spiral. When we're flat-footed, think of this as, you know, we're doing okay. You're not experiencing highs or lows. You're kind of just coasting through life. And then when you're on the front of your feet, this forward centre of mass, this is when you're on top of things, tackling the hard stuff. You're motivated and you're feeling inspired. So I'd love to know where you're feeling right now. Just taking a moment to feel that in your feet. Are you here on the front foot and feeling great? Are you kind of flat-footed in the middle, right, just sort of coasting through life? This is a good time to make some adjustments that can help you move forward. Or are you on the back foot and feeling like you're burning out? And that's okay. Awareness is a first step in moving ourselves in a better direction. Let's use the analogy of the car. When we're driving, we're using all three of those foot positions in kind of varying amounts. So I want you to think about your energy management as a battery pack in an electric car. And you'll know that in an electric car, the battery can get depleted pretty quickly. But the great news is it's also renewable. All you have to do is plug in, switch on, and watch your vehicle charge up so you can keep on keeping on. But here's the truth. When your own personal battery pack is too low, it's a major issue because we lose our ability to pursue pleasure. and We just don't have the same level of drive to achieve any goal. It diminishes your creativity and you can do damage that's almost beyond repair. Take it from me, where I've personally burnt out before, it will take a lot longer to restore the battery from a place of complete depletion than it does from partial depletion. Think about it as once the level of energy in your battery pack is depleted past a certain point, it takes a lot more effort to realign ourselves. And because of that lack of boundaries, focus and awareness, 
now, right? We need much more, like more sleep, more therapy, more medication in my circumstance, right? To replenish our internal battery pack. Well, there are easy steps you can take now that'll accelerate your progress and bring you back into balance. So first things first, try the three-day rule. When you feel like you're starting to slip down the exhaustion funnel, schedule a relaxing weekend away. This is not the time to go on a bender, okay? You need to take the weekend off and completely log off work. It may not be an option, but if possible, take the Friday off and then spend three days doing nothing, but but, but nailing the basics of well-being. So sleeping well, eating well, moving your body, not binge drinking. Truly rest and only do the things that nourish you. Then when you get back on the Monday, if you are still absolutely exhausted, it's probably time to get your dashboard checked. I suggest making an appointment with your doctor to ensure there's nothing physically making you feel exhausted or flat. A common issue is low iron. You know, another one is low B12, or you could have a hormonal imbalance. Have you heard of an integrative doctor? These are GPs who have done more study in blood work and gut health, and they focus on the whole person and not just the illness and can get to the root of the problem. Their approach kind of emphasizes prevention, nutrition, exercise, stress management, lifestyle changes to achieve optimal health, as well as using Western pharmacology if needed. They are worth their weight in gold and are so hard to find. If you head to the acnem.org board, so A-C-N-E-M dot O-R-G, and that's here in Australia, you'll be able to find a registered integrative doctor. They've helped thousands of my clients and friends over the past five years. The third tool I wanted to teach you is around yoga nidra or non-sleep deep breast. Have any of you tried yoga nidra? It's also known as yogic sleep this form of deep relaxation that takes back thousands of years. Yoga nidra is a state of consciousness between waking and sleeping where the body becomes deeply relaxed. During the practice of yoga nidra, you need to be conscious and often you need to be guided through a series of body scans and breath work. Just like life, it's important that you're an active participant and your goal is to actively relax your body and your mind. The ultimate goal of yoga nidra is to achieve this deep state of relaxation and inner stillness, which can have a profound healing effect on the body and mind. And I used to be a cynic of yoga nidra, of meditation. I was worried, right, that if I engaged in this kind of deep relaxation, it would take my edge off. I'd be too calm, like too chill to get stuff done. Or as my friends call it, I would be over understimulated. <laughs> but the research is interesting. Because when yoga nidra is practiced daily, science shows it can replenish and regulate our energy. It can improve our confidence and cognitive ability. Other research shows yoga nidra increases the activation of your prefrontal cortex, which is the part associated with focus and attention at the front of the brain, by 25%. Other research shows yoga nidra increases the activation of your prefrontal cortex, front part of the brain, which is a part associated with focus and attention by 25%. It also increases gamma wave activity, which gives you increased creativity by 25%. And when you practice yoga nidra, you also activate your parasympathetic nervous system, which is associated with relaxation, 
and an improved mood, but yes, you guessed it, 25%. But wait, there's more. You've also increased your libido by, okay, it's not 25%, but it's 10%. And every little bit counts, right? Especially when you get to my age. So I do yoga nidra daily, especially when engaging in a lot of high energy output. And you might find it's one of your favorite go-to tools to bring you back into mental alignment and a brilliant way to restore your energy and transition from back-footed to forward-footed again. So you're ready to take your next step. Being inactive and doing yoga nidra gets us ready for more action for the day. If you want to try a micro yoga nidra session, head to Insight Timer and search for my name, Chelsea Pottinger, and you'll find a bunch of my free yoga nidra meditations there. And everyone, you know, please don't make the same mistake I see many high performers make. They push themselves hard because they can, but then they hit the point of exhaustion and burnout. And that's when they start doing all the replenishing tools to recharge their battery. But then it's twice as hard. We're less consistent. We don't invest the time and we experience a few highs, sure, but mostly lows. And we find it harder to lift ourselves out of those valleys. Whatever brought you here today, this is your reminder that you have the capacity to strengthen your mental and physical health anytime you want. You can start making small, simple shifts right now. And remember, you have the support of me and the entire team here at EQ Minds. Have a beautiful day. This podcast and the information contained therein is made available for educational purposes only and is not intended to provide medical advice. This information should not be used as a substitute for competent medical advice from a licensed specialist, doctor or psychologist. Thank you.